You're listening to the Quince podcast. Over the past few weeks the Delhi police have been filing charge sheets in a number of cases related to Delhi riots that had taken place late in February around a month before the lockdown began. According to police records 751 cases were filed related to the violence that happened in waves over 3 days in Jafarabad, Gokulpuri, Chandbagh and Wazirabad areas of northeast Delhi that ended up killing 53 people. At the core of these charge sheets is a common theory of the riots being a planned conspiracy in the follow up of the NRC CA protests that were going on in Delhi. Some charge sheets attempt to draw links between the Tablighi Jamaat that has been in the news since the coronavirus outbreak some others claim women's activist group Pinjra Tor was involved while some others accuse suspended Aam Aadmi Party councillor Tahir Hussain of playing a quote unquote pivotal role in the riots. And based on this line of investigation several arrests were also made since April like that of Safura Zargar an MPhil scholar from Jamia Millia Islamia University who the police allege delivered an inflammatory speech on February 23rd that led up to the riots like Zargar two members of Pinjra Tor Natasha Narwal and Devangana Kalita were also charged under the UAPA for court actively being involved in hatching the conspiracy to cause riots near Jafarabad metro station end quote And recently two charge sheets submitted by the Delhi police related to the Chandbagh area violence also claimed that a conspiracy was being plotted to carry out a quote unquote big blast during US president Donald Trump's visit in February. But interestingly certain details in some of the charge sheets don't add up. In this podcast we'll be joined by the Queen's Delhi correspondent Ashwarya Ayer and political editor Aditya Menon who have been tracking all the details of the Delhi rights investigation and they'll break down the details of the alleged conspiracy claims in the charge sheets and some of the gaps in the claims. You're listening to the Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline making news for you and I'm your host Shwarbhuri. So let's start with the chronology charted by the police. Out of the 53 killed in the Delhi riots was an INB officer by the name of Ankit Sharma who was murdered in the Chandbagh Pulia area in northeast Delhi on February 25th. The charge sheet in connection to his murder was filed a week back and in a 1500 word long section of the charge sheet titled Chronology of Events Leading to Riots in Northeast Delhi The police traces the beginning of the riots to as far back as 13 December 2019, the day of the violence in Jamia Millia Islamia University when the police forcefully entered the campus. From there it follows the events of the Shaheen Bagh protest and other protests and blockades that happened simultaneously against the NRC and the CA all over Delhi. And then on 23rd February the report reads and I'm quoting one line here, quote Information was received that at 3 p.m. that some people demanding reopening of carriageway of 66 foot road at the Jafarabad metro station would assemble in Mochpur Chowk which is about 750 meters from Jafarabad metro station end quote but one of those demanding for the reopening of roads was popular and controversial BJP leader Kapil Mishra who's been known to make inflammatory comments Although the DCP of the police was present when Kapil Mishra delivered an ultimatum to the police on February 23rd to clear out the anti-NRC CA protesters at Jafarabad metro station or as Mishra said he and his supporters would do that on their own 
the police's chronological order of the events leave out any mention of his name whatsoever videos from that event document that speech you can check it out as well as the police presence at the time the speech was delivered bjp mp from east delhi gautam gambhir had also hit out at mishra calling his speech quote unquote unacceptable even facebook ceo mark zuckerberg cited kapil mishra's speech as a direct incitement of violence in one of his video interactions with facebook employees However, according to Delhi Police's charge sheet, the riot seemed to be pinned on the anti-CA protesters instead. Another Tamilian, the Queen's political editor, says that it's quite surprising that Kapil Mishra's name was omitted. Kapil Mishra's omission uh, is particularly surprising because uh, his speech uh, telling the police that uh, they should clear the roads, otherwise he and his supporters would do it, was just a uh, barely half a day before the violence started in northeast delhi and he delivered his speech at mojpur choraha which is which was the epicenter of the entire northeast delhi violence uh, so it's quite strange that the police missed a speech delivered on ground zero a few hours before the violence but went great lengths to connect the violence to speeches made in jamia millia islamia back in december two months before the violence and that too uh, at a place 20 kilometers away from the uh, where the northeast delhi riots took place so it's strange that kapil mishra is not connected to the violence but jamia millia islamia protests are connected it's strange. you can also read the details of the charge sheet in the quince report but to continue with the charge sheet on ankit sharma's murder the delhi police recorded the statements of various public witnesses who alleged that on 25th february ankit had tried to mediate between two raging crowds close to suspended aam aadmi party councilor tahir hussain's house however around 20 to 25 rioters with stones rods lathis and knives caught hold of ankit and pulled him in and at the instigation of tahir hussain dragged him to chandbagh pulia and beat him to death The police also claimed that through their investigation they found out that one of the accused Haseen had heard about the killing of a 4-year-old Muslim boy by a Hindu when he got angry took a knife and went with four others to Chandbagh and the police also said that they intercepted Haseen's call where they alleged Haseen confessed about murdering a person and disposing the body off in the drain but Ashwarya Ayer the Queen's Delhi correspondent points out some of the problems in those claims Yeah Shorbri uh, there are certain problems based on what the police has mentioned in the charge sheet itself for example when it comes to the interception of the calls uh, while the police has said that the calls were intercepted the voice samples uh, have been sent to a lab to testify uh, you know if it's truly his voice or not uh, and the results for these voice samples are uh, you know are to be awaited uh, also the weapon of offense while the police claim the weapon of offense was recovered from the house of Asim also called Salman they have also been uh, sent to a laboratory for comparison with the blood of the deceased who is ankit uh, here so the report is again still awaited and when it comes to the identification of the accused uh, there's something called a tip which happens uh, in jail under the supervision of the court uh, in this test identification parade which is what tip means an eyewitness uh, identified by the police uh, failed to identify haseen uh, as an accused adding that you know he can't identify the accused as there were too many people at the place of the incident so it continues to remain unclear how many of these accused have been identified in front of a judge till now now suspended aam aadmi party councilor tahir hussain is among those who were arrested after the riots as the police say he played a quote unquote pivotal role in the violence his licensed pistol which the police say was used during the violence was also seized 
and in one of the chart sheets the police furthers the claim of this whole episode being a well planned conspiracy and claims that a plot to carry out a quote unquote big blast was hatched in a meeting between Hussein former JNU student Umar Khalid and United Against Hate founder Khalid Saifi Now United Against Hate is a group that was formed in the light of an increase in cases of lynchings and not too long back Home Minister Amit Shah had insinuated that this group had led to the Delhi violence. Amit Shah had said and I'm quoting his statement here, quote, United Against Hate. The name sounds so pious but look at what they advocated. They said Trump is about to come, we should block the streets, end quote. And the police's allegations are quite similar. They allege and I'm reading one line of the chart sheet He that is Hussein was found connected to Khalid Saifi and Umar Khalid who are part of a larger group of persons who were organizing riots and protests in Delhi end quote But here is one gap in the plot of a big blast When Ashwarya and Aditya assessed the police's claims they found out that Trump's visit to India was confirmed only on 13 January 5 days after the alleged meeting took place And here Ashwarya explains the allegations in the chart sheet um you know so after reading this we went ahead and did our own research and investigation and found out uh, that there is you know there are different facts which make us question the delhi police's uh, you know version regarding what happened on 8th of january so i'll take you through the chronology on 7th of january pm modi and us president donald trump spoke to each other over a call uh, this is according to a ministry of external affairs official release uh however they they spoke you know they spoke to each other they exchanged new year greetings but there was no mention of a state visit uh at all in this release then let's come to 8th of january where uh, the police has alleged that umar khalid tahir husain and khalid saifi met on this day at shaheen bagh and this is where they planned a big blast in courts uh for when trump visits india in february 2020 then let's move to 13th of january where the first media report by the hindu on trump's visit to india was published uh, this report also publishes the information attributing it to sources and only gives tentative dates regarding trump's visit we also went through ministry of external affairs and press information bureau uh, releases government releases essentially uh, from for all of december as well up to january to to understand if the trio could could have known about trump coming to india in february 2020 so that they could have planned for it uh, but you know there is no information there was no information by the media or by the government uh, regarding any of these plans that uh, trump had um, you know to visit india in the month of february 2020 so the question is how is it that when there were no media reports when there were no government releases official releases regarding it how is it that this trio knew about uh, trump's visit not only 5 days before the media reported but within about 24 hours of pm modi and donald trump talking to each other over this call where they you know where they exchanged new year greetings so what are the police's allegations based on so there are two possibilities here first that khalid saifi umar khalid and tahir husain knew about trump's visit 5 days before anyone else in the country did or the second that delhi police has gotten it wrong has gotten its facts wrong now why would the second thing happen it seems that the delhi police has gone into this investigation with a certain premise and the premise is that the entire conspiracy part of the riots was in, was entirely from the side of muslims and anti ca protesters and any violence from the other side was only retaliation so this is reflected in the charge sheets as well 
the uapa charges are exclusively for muslims and ntca protesters the conspiracy allegations are again entirely towards that side but it when, when it comes to violence it, it uh, the police has been more even handed so i think this is the real problematic part over here the police's investigation has drawn flak not only from the lawyers of the arrested and accused for being one sided but even the patiala house court among the 53 killed in the riots 38 were people from the muslim minority community several reports from the day of the riots also indicate that the muslim community was disproportionately targeted we do know that several mosques were attacked in the riots a report by the scroll dated march 12th said that at least 14 mosques and a sufi dargah were burnt by rioters but the main narrative in the police's claim is one of provocation from the side of muslims and anti ca protesters and retaliation from the side of local hindus a charge sheet in a jafarabad case which accuses pinjratur members natasha narwal and devangana kalita of conspiring to plot riots uses a whatsapp message to allege the conspiracy The message supposedly found on the mobile of an accused gives a list of steps that local women can take to defend their homes in case a riot breaks out. So far the Delhi police hasn't responded to the Quint's queries on the loopholes of its narrative. Follow the Quint for more updates on the Delhi riots investigation for more information on the charge sheets please check out the Quint's reportage the links to which you'll find on the show notes. If you like listening to this episode please subscribe to the Big Story playlist for episodic updates. available on Apple, Google Podcast, Spotify, GeoSavan and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quinn website and check out the podcast section. For any feedback, shoot an email to podcasts@thequinn.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quinn's website and check out our other podcasts. 